Welcome back to the class, everybody. What's your name this week? What do you got? I'm uh, the half marathon man. Whoa, the half marathon man. Yeah, I ran one yesterday for funsies. Wow, that's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Which part of that is fucked? I don't know. I'm your hopelessly tired Professor Ricky. I'm just fucking out of it today, dude. Hopelessly holistic. Yes. It's uh, <laughs> every part of me physically, mentally, spiritually is tired. I just had a long day. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm there. I'm going to, you know, I'm kicking the shoes off right now. I'm just doing it. I think I think we all deserve that. Students, kick your shoes off. Yeah, you know what? Get, get kick cozy. your shoes off. Kick your shoes off. Get cozy. Because we have what I would say is a pretty interesting episode. Yeah. Interesting in that I don't know what the fuck we're talking about today. Right. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's because we did have a show, which I think we'll do an episode on. If the, <laughs> next. If, yeah, next. Which you know. we've said a few times, but I figured... So basically, we we had a show we were gonna do. Yeah, and then Ricky came in. And he said he was a tired boy, and I'm, I'm a like, tired boy. I'm like, okay. I did, of course, watch the show we were supposed to watch. Yes, but I think I might be able to spice up your life just a tad, dude. I need a little spicing right now, dude. Bye. Yeah. I actually this week I told you I watched a show that you really would like. You, you genuinely winky, said winky you, face. You did say that, and you said, dude, you I watched something that you're really gonna fucking like. That you have watched. That I have and watched. And like not knowing what this is kind of made me scared because like I don't know if I have watched it or not, but you said a hundred percent that I <laughs> like have. beyond a shadow of a doubt you have watched this show. Right. But I don't know how long ago, how much I could talk about with it. So I guess we'll find out. I guess we're gonna <laughs> fucking find out. And maybe <laughs> Oh my god, he's so on his shit right now. I love this. I love this. I'm cracked, fam. And maybe, maybe if we don't have anything to talk about for 45 minutes for this show, uh-huh. you'll never hear this audio because they're going to run it back and then we're just going to talk about the show we said we were going to do. Right. So we do have a backup. Of course. Just in case. <laughs> so either this becomes... We're, we're nothing if not prepared. Yes. We Either this becomes a bonus episode on, you know, the sidebar, which you can get in for $3 and up on patreon.com slash ubology, or you hear it right now on the main show. So we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Ethan, what the fuck are we talking about today? I thought you were going to talk about curling. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so I didn't come to trivia this past week because I had to work, but I'm also not going this coming week uh, at time of listening. If you're listening Monday when this episode pops, uh, our trivias are on Tuesdays, and our trivia team actually won this past week. Yeah, led no big deal. By your big wrinkled boy here, Ethan. I'll just wear my crown for one more week. You deserve it. You deserve it. You actually, need, you two need, more days. You Shit. The, yeah, right. <laughs> the crown is a very uh, uh, temporary thing. You have to keep. You have to defend it. You got. We got to go back and defend. Well, sorry, we won't. You will. <laughs> yeah. Because I am gonna go uh, to a curling expo, a little curling session. An yes. expose. An expose, if you will, because I will. Because I'm going to be curling, yes, the the Olympic sport that everyone watches and doesn't give much of a shit about uh-huh. the, rest of, <laughs> the, the rest of their lives, except for once every four years. So, um, I've curled before. Have you actually curled before? Yeah. How, uh, okay. Any, any tips? Any uh, tips and tricks Get to the good. trade? Hmm? Get good. Get good? All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll, no, uh, I mean, it's really just all about being comfortable out there on the ice, you know, which... I, 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 can, I can ice skate pretty good, but I know it has nothing to do with ice skating. It's just on the ice. Well, it's balance, right? So uh, if you don't have like... I don't know. You know that like really long pose that they all sit oh, in? Oh, where they're really long. Yeah, like, the shooters. Pose. Yes, yes. If you don't have like 
comfortability on the ice, like that's going to get wild. It's going to get wild. And I cannot wait to hear how many people ate shit. Oh, no. I will give, you'll hear next week on yeah. the episode how this curling session went. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but I've always wanted to be one of those brushers because I feel like <laughs> I, I want to be that guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was a janitor once in my, in my past, in my youth. Right. Yes. So I, I know how to, I know how to fucking sweep. Yeah. Dude. I've sweeped a broom I've or two. I've sweeped a broom once or twice in my day right. professionally. You could say I'm a professional I mean, sweeper. you got paid for it. So. I did. Someone paid me to do that work so I could do it. I was a professional sports. skater at one point. Ah, yes. I can triple axle and then sweep. Not a problem. <laughs> I don't no think that's deal. true. Well, we're going to find out. A I'll triple just... axle and then sweep? I'll... So if you're in the Discord, which you can get in a dollar and up on patreon.com slash biology, you can... I will send everyone videos of the curling session. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That is a lot of... Uh... <laughs> I will. I will. That's what your money gets you. Watching All right. me eat, possibly eat shit. Right. right. And kinda... snow. And, yeah, and snow. Eat shit and snow. But... Speaking of spicing up your night... Yes. I watched... Food War season <gasps> one. <laughs> what? Yeah. Dude, you fucking watched it. Oh, I'm so happy. Dude, I'm so happy. Let's fucking go. And reason is oh my because God. Yes. I couldn't find Vivi uh, originally. D- okay. Okay. Before you gave me uh, access to Funimation. Yes. I, I buy all the streaming services for all. Right. Needs. Yeah. The lab needs. The lab needs its hookups. The lab needs its connects. Right. Exactly. So you And so in lieu of Vivi. You right. watched Food Wars season one. Dude, I'm giddy as fuck. I'm, Here's I'm why. I, first of all, I just like need more dubs. You need more dubs? I just, I, there's just, it's just so draining to watch subs, man. For me, personally. Fair. Uh, we're, we're back in the classic argument, right? You well, I like dub- literally watched the dub of Vivi and had to be doing something else at the same time or else I was going to like lose my fucking mind. Fair. Okay, uh, and but the thing is, I watched the I watched the dub of Vivi, which we now kind of pop what episode we're doing next. <laughs> Oops, o- oopsies. Uh, but yeah, the dub of that show is actually kind of dog water trash because I think they didn't do the AI shit very well. Everything was very monochrome, monotone. There was the the, the voice acting was very. Bland. Isn't monotone what you would expect from an AI? To that end, right? At least the the sub had a little bit more emotion behind the voice acting for these uh, AIs. I, I just think in the sub. That's all well, I would like no emotion behind my AIs. That's the whole point. But the point of that show is that the AIs have emotion. Only like and, two of them. Oh, what the fuck, man? We're not even talking about that shit. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. We're not doing that right now. What we're doing today... Shogeki first plate. Yes, we're doing fucking food wars, baby. <laughs> I'm so... Okay, you... Dude, you brought me back to the life. I'm yeah, so happy yeah. about this. Okay. Uh, well, then give it to him. What's the plot line? What do we got here? What are we talking about? Uh, so essentially, we have this kid, Soma Yukihira. Yes, Soma, my boy. Who is working for his father at their Japanese eatery. Okay. It's and like this kind of small town eatery. It's really, it's really cozy. It literally almost aesthetically from the outside looks like uh, Ichigo Kurosaki's like, uh, uh, little tiny family hospital or family medic place. I, I, I think it, it's, it's in that same rural-ish it's area. certainly in the burp, same vein. In the, bur- in the burbs, right? It's in the burbs. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I, and they're putting out some good food out there. It, right. Yeah. So, I mean, they're just popping food left and right. Everyone loves their shit. Blah, blah, blah. Easy. Um, but it's apparently Soma and his dad, and 
they run the entire restaurant by themselves. Yeah. But they also apparently battle, battle, like, who's gonna, who's the better cook? On the daily, too. Right. Like, and literally. Soma has lost 489 consecutive. Literally consecutive. His dad is, battles his with dad, his dad. His dad is a... Uh, no holds barred badass. He's a gas, gastro god. Like, he literally can't be beat. Yes. He's a chef. The in, wanderer. <laughs> yes, the wanderer. Right. Um, But uh, Soma gets his, himself a, a lucky break from a culinary growth perspective because he gets to go to this awesome school because well basically his dad just comes to him one day and is like yo i'm dipping for a while go to this school and get better deuces and it's yes. like I, to be honest at the time when they said that in the show i'm like what the fuck is this a worse dad than fucking I goku to talk, i want to talk about that because like this show food wars at its core is shonen like it right. truly is shonen but your battle and your power scaling and, and everything is based around the culinary arts. That's all it is. Like, it's about cooking. But right. this show has a lot of basically every shonen trope, if you want to get real with it. Shit Dad, which literally episode one of this podcast was, you know, Goku or Naruto, who's the worst dad? Yeah. And I don't even know where we landed on, but we did land on Piccolo, best dad ever of all time. That's how we landed. I'm certain that we landed probably on Goku because, yeah. Yeah. well, at least now when you see Naruto farther into Baruto, he's not that bad of a dad. No. He just, in the beginning, was a little bit, let's just say... He was a little bit shite. He was harried. He was... (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, back to Food Wars. Basically, it's a show about this young kid who transfers into this top super elite. Like, when I say super elite, we're talking like... Beyond MIT, Harvard. Like, if there was a fourth Michelin star, it would be for this school. Right. We're it's like beyond Harvard. Yeah. Beyond Oxford. Oh, my it's God. It's like if Harvard and Oxford had a baby. If you're graduating from this school, I actually genuinely forgot the name of the school. Totsky Academy. Totsky Academy. If you graduate from Totsky Academy, you're in it, baby. You're literally. Yeah, you're in there like swimwear. You're. Oh, so basically though he comes in as a as a like transfer student yeah. and his first speech he basically shits on everyone and I'm everyone's like what gonna, the fuck anyone who wants to fuck with me literally challenge me anytime yeah what do you want? he's basically i'll never lose to any of you like complete dweebs <laughs> you're an actual trash water bullshit right. right now and uh and of course like our main character soma does have just like unbelievable skills so it's very shonen-esque in that regard and he he's kind of your tropey main uh kind of MC in a show in a shonen kind of situation where he's like um like Naruto he's the number one un- most unpredictable ninja right that's kind of his bread and butter and <laughs> I thought you were gonna say number one most entrepreneurial ninja entrepreneurial like, what? ninja this guy runs a fucking business <laughs> baby well that's kind of like a little bit of like food wars yeah. is they like essentially this school is to teach you not only to be the best like. Uh, I guess high like chef like a uh, yeah, high what is it like high eloquence yeah right oh, what would so you call like, it C- culinary uh, cuisine etiquette uh, fine dining fine like, dining like, thank yeah, you literally, God like, dang. the fine dining <laughs> chef but you're also there to learn how to fucking run a restaurant like run right? a re- run a restaurant like the business of food all this stuff everything from and so a lot of the students yeah. are like heirs to like large food conglomerates and stuff like that yeah yeah. 
who are the two Italian brothers? They're kind of one of my favorite characters. Galdini's. Yes, Galdini's. <laughs> they, they come from an Italian restaurant dynasty family, which, you know, they celebrate themselves as, you know, high, you know, fine dining Italian cuisine. And they have a lot to live up to, which I think, which is funny because a lot of these other characters, uh, uh, Chick's name, help me out. The one that matters. Just a chick's name. Chick's name. Help me out. <laughs> There's not, a lot of girls not, in not the Alice, show. But the other one. Oh, uh, Erina. Erina. Yeah. Sorry. It's it's been a while. I need to get the, all the refreshers. Yeah, back. but you can't just tell me chick's name. Chick's name, baby. <laughs> There's literally a thousand girls uh, in what's this that show. Chick? Uh, what's her name? The chick. I was gonna the say Megami. Actually, not the guy, but the girl. The yeah, Megami. Oh, got it. Megami. Cool. Yeah. Explosion. Um, How'd you know Alice, but you didn't know Erina? Because Alice is my fucking favorite. Yeah, she's the bomb. Yeah, she's my favorite. <laughs> But the dub is, I'm going to be honest, a little wonky on Erina. Yeah. Her voice I, is just like, <laughs> she's like Super Valley Girl almost. But her sub voice is one of the most famous Sundere voices of all time. She, uh, the same voice who does Rin from uh, Fate's Day. Really? Yes. Yeah. She's like the Sundere queen. I should it, watch one episode sub just to see what Erin is supposed to sound like. Her voice is great in sub. Like, it's very, like, perfect. She's, like, very, like, valley girl. And yeah. Oh, is she really? Yeah. Oh, no. That's not what It's a want. little rough just for her specifically. Oh, baby, what is you doing? That's not what you want. You won't want that when you're in your Sundere, right. right? But, um, yeah, so every one of these people come from these really kind of, uh, they got a lot to live up to. But Soma has the privilege of not really needing any of that he comes from this kind of rough and tumble in the burbs like no one knows his name but they kind of do because his dad actually is important in this particular uh environment people at this uh toasted academy like know his name like and he is one of the best they ever produced yeah so this is gonna be tough because it's like very spoiler heavy i think throughout yeah and we're only going first plate so it's not it's not gonna be like crazy spoiler heavy but like well, cause there's i think just just before that, let me just kind of explain like the overall themes that I really enjoyed. Sure. Things I didn't like. And then maybe like a little, I don't know if I want to do a rating at 30 minutes or something like that, but just nah. like kind of get it out there mostly. Like my, I, my just, thoughts, like non spoiler. There's a couple things I want to get your ideas on because I think there's some things in this show that is not built to your tastes. But right. I and think, it certainly but, is what was the most negative part of the show. Right. But, but I think of all, shows that do what i'm thinking we're going to talk about they do it the best so let's get into it just yeah so yeah. this show it was kind of an interesting idea like of course i know i knew about it i'm not a dumb dumb everyone everyone and their grandma knows about food wars at least right so yeah. and like you do get on the like netflix um like previews or whatever you could see some of the things that are you know go on fair right but you know, I think Soma is a character that I think could f honestly slot into literally any other shonen and be a perfect main character for any of them. Do you feel that's because he falls too in line with the tropes, or he's just good in that framework as a character? Like, is he overly tropey, or is he just good enough of a built MC for shonen that he could be anywhere? Right. Well, I don't think it takes much to be a good shonen. You see a shit dad. That you're already halfway there. You're already <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's literally he's halfway, literally there, halfway there. there. He's having his shit dad. No, so. it's just, I feel like the the idea, like, what makes Soma specials is, like, adaptability. Yes. Right? Yes. And, like, his ability to think on the fly. And if you really think about it, like, Naruto's real skill is the same thing. Like, Naruto. He kind of learns quickly in battle. So does Bleach, uh, Ichigo. I'm thinking Yuji from Jujutsu 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys are just like kind of like naturals in battle and like can pick up battles and techniques very quickly. Yes. Right. right. And and so that's kind of like really, I think, an applicable character mold for really any other show. Like even think Hunter Hunter, like Golan Golan was very much that. Assuming he's the main character in our world. Oh, we already talked about this. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He's like, you know, pretty adaptable too, right? And and so that's like really I think all you need is like that adaptable this this North Star character, which I talk about a lot, is like he always is going in one direction. He's true. He wants one goal. Yep. Right. And it's like, you know, really cool in that regard. Like very, very uh in the face of a world that will present challenge the unwavering aspect of that main character is important, right? Um, but I think it's also, like, important, like, as a human in general, not just as an anime uh, main character. Like, when you fail something, like, it's not the end of the fucking world. You just get up and try it again, right? That like, failure or, is growth, Or right. move on, right? Yeah, right. And I think that's that's kind of this interesting character aspect that Soma has that it doesn't seem like any, like, a lot of characters have at this Totsuki Academy because there's a, quite a few that have mentioned... You know, there's this one scenario at one point where he like barely fucking scrapes through on this one task. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, you almost fucked it up. And he goes, yeah, but I learned a lot, you know, and everyone's like, right what there. the? Yeah. What and is this guy's deal? And it's funny you bring up the whole true North, that North Star character tropey thing. And as we talk about the show, you'll notice that there's a lot of shown in tropes here. I think it was very important for the show to have all those tropes because it was applying those tropes. Uh, against the lens or a concept being cooking, you know, it's important they don't stray too far from the formula. Refinement and subversion are the ways that you sell a show nowadays, right? My Hero Academia, season one and two, they refined the trope. Subversive, Jujutsu Kaisen, subverted a little bit, but refined a little bit more. This show had no other choice. You can't subvert that which is new, right? We d- we've never had a cooking show like this. We never had a show well, like this. Like they need, they needed to stay true to the formula, right? Because it was yeah. But I think the formula is actually like super easy when you really think about it, right? Like food competition. Right. There is infinite Again, media out there about food competitions, which is why I think some of the most brilliant ideas or the most successful ideas are the simplest, right? It, this everything makes sense for this, right? You would think, like you said, we have fuck it, Iron Chef, Cutthroat Kitchen, um, uh, Master Chef. You have everything. These the great British Bake Off. There it is, right there. <laughs> yes, you have this in real life. You have cooking tournament arcs right. that happen, like Top Chef. I fucking love Top Chef, dude. The last season of Top Chef out in like Colorado, I think it was Portland actually, but doesn't matter. All that being out said, out in the west out, of us, out in the west of us, yeah. So like these, this concept exists in real life. Yeah, it almost is inevitable for a show to not only have been made like this, this shonen battle cooking situation it was inevitably going to be good like it was always going to win i think it was important that they stuck true to the tropes right your tournament arcs your uh north star MC, uh, mc your uh your arc villains like and uh the characters that kind a of little build, harem yeah you build a harem of friends right yeah so that was always meant to be, if they deviated or subverted shonen tropes while also tackling something i don't think has happened in anime which is this cooking concept it would have been a little bit too hair i mean isn't Tor- toriko really about cooking too that like oh, older yeah, show yeah, yeah i guess it is too it's but like I- kind of powering up via cook- cooking 
Yeah, I, I, not maybe in the same battley way. Not but the I'll, same idea, but right, like right. it's very cooking based, right? So it's not like this isn't the first time, right? I, I think what's good about this though is it is a a I guess an avenue where anime does a great job of of hyping up these certain scenarios. We I think we can probably akin this to Haikyuu because like it's it, it's it's a a thing we didn't expect to be as hype as it was volleyball. We just didn't see it that way until a show with enough polish and cleanness came through and showed us the hype in that thing, right? This same way too, the cooking aspect of it all, right? Yeah. Same thing with Doctor Stone with science. Just got, uh, similar, similar. Shit, well, science you know. is always hype. So science, this is literally the lab. We we know you and I know, <laughs> yeah. and the students know that science is always hype. Right? right, of course, of course, because you know we have more. Tip ra- that, my lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you just said that. We're good. <laughs> All that being said, you're right. This this show, uh, it, it like I said, and I think not just anime, but shonen as a genre was a perfect vehicle for showing the hypeness of something like this. Right. It was always meant to be. Right. And it does a very good job of, of course, ratcheting up stakes and hype and stuff like that. Um, and better, then... Yeah. Like, better than most... Like, some other shonens don't even ramp the way this one up. Right. Yeah. And there's some pretty good, like, aspects of, like, showing backstory for certain characters and, like, their, yeah. you know, journey to get to Totski and, like, kind of where they're at at the school. You know, there's this cool, like, this subset of, of students that are, like, his, his best friends that he lives with at Kiyosuke. Oh, yeah, 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 Like, like these students, like, we need another golden era, era for Kiyosuke. What's their, uh, yeah, their dormitory is called what again? Kiyosuke. Kiyosuke, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's yeah. just like, it's interesting because there's like this long history that we know nothing about when we start. And so that's what, it, you know, that this idea of like a lived-in world that you talk about a lot. Yes. Like, yes. this feels extremely lived-in. I'm getting a glimpse into a window of things that have been there for so right. long and will continue to be when I'm gone, right? But it's kind of a like one of those cool situations where since we're, you know, Soma's our vehicle as, you know, the uh, audience to watch this or learn about this world. He is our like, perspective, He's also yeah. learning it. Because his dad just straight up never told him about Toski at all. He dropped his ass in the middle of something that... He's like, go to this school. And someone's like, why do I need to be taught by some asshole? Or he said, why do I have to pay some asshole to teach me? Yeah, why would I want that? I literally have to fight you every day. I think I learned enough that way, right? Which Um, he probably did. He he did a good bit. Um, But yeah, like... And the one thing I will say that's cool about this school is, again, in true Shonen fashion, they, at any point, Anyone could challenge anybody else, and I mean any person, student or otherwise, to a food war, which is kind of where you got your, well, I don't know what the Japanese name for it is, but... Shogeki. Um, Shogeki, something. okay. And the stakes are made on the spot. Like, there is sometimes you're like, if you lose, you fucking leave the school. If I win, then, or, or if you win, then you get to do X, right? And right. As long as they agree to it, and you have witnesses, you're it's on, baby. You got a battle. Yeah, you need like three judges, two witnesses, and then like you both need to agree to terms and stuff. And so it's not like you can't you can't just challenge anyone and like take their seat or whatever. There is there is some rules around right. It, but there's I mean, some rules, but in, in this school, there's like this this governing 
governing body of students called the 10, yes. which literally like make all the decisions for the school. I mean, they even have like, like some political sway too. Well, yeah, but it's like the teachers literally like report to them and like have to do what the 10 say, what a which is kind concept. of an interesting idea. It's like student council on crack. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's genuinely what it is. Um, um, but, you know, I think there's a lot of like aspects of this that are like extremely good for shonens. Like, they they love to do these like you know little titles and epithets for each character like the god tongue or the, the prince the, of smoke oh yeah or the king of spice yeah they yeah yeah that kind characters. of shit yeah um, well everyone everyone has almost it's almost like their their specialty uh, speciality and this is kind of where you almost have a power system in right. a way right well you, so I was gonna say this power system is definitely like just pure depth of knowledge of cooking and, yeah and this is the only part where like. I was finding myself wanting to skip ahead a little bit when they were going through this like insanely long, like expositional dump of yeah, the cooking aspect. Three of it all. minute long telling me what's in the food. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. See, here's where I find that one of the few things I want to talk to you about, because when you have Q doing the same thing with volleyball or Dr. Stone doing the same thing with science, where did this not meet those marks for you? Why? Why was this something? What about Food Wars didn't make something you didn't care about something you cared about? I, I was that way with volleyball, but Haikyuu made me care. So Sure. Well, with Haikyuu, it's really simple. Any exposition like that, it takes like max two, two sentences. Sure. He uh, moved to the left and no, slammed the ball, but there are times forcing where, this guy to go right. But and then you're like, oh. But there's times where people in the stands are going off in these like three-minute exposition dumps about like the rotation of a certain, you know, the, of the team and why it's important and when you put people in certain ways. And I found that really engaging. In the same way, I find all this cooking shit engaging. Yeah, like, but what? I think they're like pretty, like I said, I think they're pretty pared down in simple sentences. And then you get to this this cooking shit, and they'll be like, "He simmered. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> <laughs> he, oh my god, he he put he put uh, salt on the inside of this pineapple before he put his fried rice he inside his, of it. He did his first sear for three minutes and twenty seconds, and flipped it and did it twenty minutes right. and twenty minutes of searing, and then he went into the. But it's like worse. It's like four characters will be going back and forth as to like all these random things that he did to the food. And it's just, I, I think it's like almost a little bit too much. Okay. In and some regards. And like, of course, it has to be like very in depth or else what's the difference between this guy's cooking and this guy's cooking? Or like, thank you. That's why is this guy better? Say. But this is what I was going to say is that I think this power system is probably one of the most like researched out of anyone, any show I've ever seen. It's crunchy as fuck. Because like, like, it's like, of course. Dr. Stone, there's a lot in there, but like, I know most of that already, so that does help, right? Like, I am a guy of science, or I have learned a lot of this in the past. We are professors, famously, so right. I understand So, that. but like, I have not, you know, dug super deep into a lot of these cooking concepts. Of course, like, I've heard of them, maybe. So, that's maybe where you and I are, are different on that, because I think I knew enough about cooking to understand there's an entire world and wealth of knowledge that I didn't know. So seeing that I found those exposition dumps really interesting because I actually, it's not that I know this shit exists. I've watched British bake off. I've watched <laughs> iron chef. I'm not a dumb fuck. Oh, I, I didn't, but I didn't say it wasn't known. I just said it was interesting to me. I find this shit interesting, but I almost feel like if you watch iron chef and you watch them like, Eat this food. Sear some bitch off. Yeah. Right. Yeah, just, They're not like, 
<laughs> you know, the, the the judges aren't like explaining what the guy cooked for the last hour. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's almost like they aren't breaking down the plate by plate by plate, you know, not even plate by plate. It's like ingredient grain by ingredient by grain, and what yeah. they did to this ingredient to make it different than this ingredient this other guy used. OK. And like, I do understand, like, there's not a lot. I think it'd be tough visually and like. We, since we aren't tasting the food, like it would be difficult to be like, this is better than this. That's what I wanted to bring up is that how do you, how do you deliver, uh, you know, meaningful visual content about an olfactory situation or a taste situation, a sense you are not sensing now? Well, how I do you- think they actually did have a potential way of doing it, which was this like idea, like occasionally someone would eat something. And you'd see, like, you know, them in a chair in the winter, like, sipping on a tea. Yes. And it's like... That's the one thing I love about this show. Feels great. They do use visual allegories, visual metaphors to get across what they're experiencing from an olfactory or a smell, taste, all that shit. And that's cool, because what other way can you do it? You have to use... And I think that's probably one of this show's strongest points, is using the visual medium of anime to translate that which you know you can't be experiencing with them in the moment which is tasting and smelling the food that they're eating so right i, I think this show does that extremely well it, it does kind of get to the one thing i wanted to talk about with you very yeah. much and i think we've segued very clean into that is the visual representation of a power level in this show from the you know the culinary aspect is people's clothes just fucking fly off here we are. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. They eat this shit. Their clothes blast off. They're naked as fuck. What, what are your thoughts? I, I, I just, yeah, I mean, it was the worst part of the show by like, not even a close, like I, this could easily be a masterpiece. And instead they decided to throw this shit in here. And not only that, it's like every character has like unreal tits or like a shred. The best tits. Yeah. But yeah. like, you know what I mean? They're just like all like perfect human beings, like physically. Yes. And it's like, this is kind of insane. You know, this school, like, yeah, I get it. They're all rich people. So they're going to be attractive people. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, you know, in, in worst case, like in worse scenarios, you'll have like a teacher, not only in like the, the like, there's like this ethereal world where you see like, like the, the, kind of like visual representations of what they're feeling. Yeah. Which is like a different story. But there's like certain scenarios in class, the teacher is straight up like wetting their panties. Yes. Or or just losing their bowels. Okay. And it's like creepy to me because these are all 15-year-olds. And some of these teachers are like aggressively sexual toward these 15 year olds yes like specifically megami has this like weird arc where everyone's just down to freaking clown with her oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like i get it she's she's like a cool character actually she's yeah. not like the character i would normally like very much she's kind of like your homegrown real rural kind of shit yeah, yeah but she's also like really whiny and like cryy and that's not my thing normally that that's her arc right it's right i'm gonna stop Again, another shonen thing. I gotta stop crying and buck up and be a per- like be a real contender. And I, I get that. But the one thing I wanted to bring up is, and I think I bring it. Up, I brought it up a couple, not a couple, several, several episodes ago that we talked about this briefly. Where I think what they're trying to get across in that visual usage of this ichi is there is, I think, a very universal human, uh, uh, you know 
thing where, you know, you eat food, something that you're really, really like you're, I just want you, I want to paint a picture for the students right now where you're hungry as fuck. You haven't eaten all day. You just, you just couldn't do it. Work's gotten in the way or something like that. You finally get the chance to get that food, that double burger. If that burger ain't your thing, the French fries, if French fries ain't your thing. Think of the, think of the food you want right now, the most right now. And you finally have that bite, the thing you've been thinking about all week. And there's that moment of, oh, fuck. It's so good. Like, oh, God damn it. It's I, I so think the good. The problem for me is I've never had that like orgasmic food reaction to food. There are a lot of people that do have that, that genuinely there is a physical pleasure with satisfying that hunger. It's an instinctual thing. It's a need thing. I, I understand the 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 visual ichi stuff with it because there is something that is actually and to not be i'm trying to keep it as crassless as possible not classless but crassless and there is a pretty close association between physical hunger satisfaction and kind of that physical sexual gratification there is a very close synapse there there's a there's a joining in the brain that's very close and i think it's because you are achieving a human corporeal instinctual need right hunger you know sex drive libido like there's a that's just us being creatures right it's a creature comfort fat satisfaction and i can understand that in a very deep kind of primal way why that all makes sense when i watch it i'm like i get it except I'm, like primally we only eat to survive right it's only because we've gotten to the scenario where where we're like the top of the food chain and you know the big sure. bad sure. you know boys on the block that we can do this like gourmet shit yeah and but i think when it boils down to us as animals there are three things we do in this world we eat we sleep we fuck these are the three things we do right and like crassless I, I didn't say this was gonna be crassless <laughs> i said before i'm gonna keep it on crass but on the real that's <laughs> the three things we as animals really need to do to and if we can do those three things we could we could die we're good to go like just that's it like as long as we do those three things we can live that's and then we're, we've had a life right and uh, that's a really kind of feels like that's how dare you so crass why would you say that you just said crassless what, what are you doing right now this is kind of us as animals. So I feel like the, it, this show is visually pairing up that primal need and the, the primal satisfaction of achieving these one of these three things, right? And the show is about eating. The show is culinary. It is eating, but also it, 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 it's, it's elevating that primal need, right? Getting it to the highest caliber of that one of those three things we need. It's the highest form of achieving that most primal thing of eating but it's so satisfactory it's so up there that you're there's an emotional physical reaction to the point where you're almost like oh fuck yeah i got my panda express baby yeah but there's scenarios <laughs> where like they'll they'll eat something and then the teachers will all like do their sailor moon transformation like <laughs> yeah, that's literally that. all you fucking need yeah no and, and, I'll admit. and it's like weird because it'll be like weirdly interchanged between like they're doing a cool scene or they're feeling like they're on the top of a mountain like losing their shit and then there'll be the scene where it's just like they're dripping and it's like this is so weird well, i think it's it's just 
frankly weird because it's 15 year olds if yeah, these were all okay, 18 year olds maybe yeah. like whatever i was gonna say do i understand why they chose that visual aid for this yes do i understand its application all the times no yeah. I do think, I don't know, I just, you know, of course, everyone, I'm just a broken record, but this, like, fascination with Japanese people and children is just, like, so beyond me, where yeah. it's just, like, se- like not only sexualizing children, like, of course, all of these, like, 16-year-olds are just, like, supermodels. I think to My Hero all the time, when, I, when this conversation comes up, My Hero is, like, the... Because of Momo? Uh, because they're, yeah, because they're everybody, if you, if you think of all of them, essentially, and... Um, all the all the girls are all that way, except for ear uh earphone girl is the only one that isn't that way. But everyone else is essentially weirdly over sexualized in a, in, a, in a sense. And, and it's I go back and forth on whether that's actually you know something that should be in a show like that. You know, but yeah, I just I wonder does it like slowly break down the barriers for people to like what is acceptable in real life. You know, yeah, we've had this conversation, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know, and I, I, I think it can get a little, a little dicey. And to that end, to what subset of our fandom, to our community, is yeah. that servicing? Because it clearly is servicing to somebody. Well, I'm clearly me and Patrick are the only ones that clearly don't like it, but it seems like everyone else is fine with it, which is okay. As, as far as this show goes, I don't hate it. It's not abrasive to me because they have tied that visual aspect into the actual narrative and power system of this show in a way that doesn't feel overly abrasive because I, I go back and forth. Why does this Ichi feel okay when others do not? And I, I keep wondering that because there's a lot of Ichi that I'm not cool with, but this weirdly enough, I'm okay with, but I don't understand a hundred percent why. And I think I go back to, it's so baked in to how they wrote it. Even if it's contrived, it's baked in in a way that seems to make sense to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... Because the, 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 the show was an important one to talk about. In right, the only season. thing that's tough yeah. is, like, they're literally around children. Yeah. You know, or, like, you know, it is a child who is doing this. Yeah. Or, or it'll be, like, also, like, weird OP, or the openings and endings, like, all of them will just be naked next to each other, and it's like, what the fuck is wrong yeah, what, with these what people? what is happening here, right. I mean, of course, like, I imagine Totsky would get pretty wild at night, right? <laughs> I imagine, yeah. All these uh, kids. And then, like, uh, Satoshi Ishiki, the seventh seat, who lives at Kyosuke, just walks around naked all the time. Oh, he does, in the apron a lot. Yeah, It's yeah, just yeah. like, what the fuck is this shit? He likes to cook in the nude. Uh, okay, like, clearly there is there is some level of difference between, like, like American... I guess sensibilities around this and like Japanese because like even the scenes, um, the hot spring sing scenes at the uh, training camp. Yeah, uh, Soma oh, right. and Gen Dojima, the the like lead teacher. Yeah, they're just like butt ass nude talking to each other, like standing up facing yeah. each other, straight up. No yeah. no problems to be seen apparently. Well, and I think that is like a, a spa thing, like a hot spring thing for them, and like. Of course, even gyms in in the U.S., all those old fucks always just it's a funny just sitting joke. there all out, and I'm like, well, what are you doing, bro? There seems to be a comfortability difference between the two cultures, and I understand that. Where like, think onsens, we don't we, we don't have public bathhouses, but you can be in a towel in a sauna. Like, 
it's I mean right the level of naked men in fucking American gym locker gym rooms needs to is, relax it needs to calm the, it fuck, needs to calm down. the fuck down we haven't we're, we're in we're in pandemic 2.0 right now but at the same fucking time you know, I haven't been in a gym locker room in a while, and I still have these weird PTSD moments. <laughs> like, like, it's just like, what are you doing, men man? Dropping trowel, what absolute sacks to the backs. Like, just got to stop with this. Like, everyone needs to be at least decent in a locker room. Come on. Or just like, like what is so difficult about wearing a towel until you put your underwear on? It's the freedom of being able to not. I think that's what it is. You live at a house where you can do that as much as you want, but yeah. I don't want to be subject to your and indecency, also, my friend. I don't want to subject my, myself to other right. people. Like, that, why would you? Why, I would, yeah, why, I don't want to see that. They don't want to see me. No one wants to see weird. that. It's just weird. I don't get it. But yeah, so maybe there is a bit of a comfortability thing, and there's also kind of like, um, like trying to kind of skirt around censorship laws in Japan, which can get a little weird. Yeah, I, I think from media perspective, there's some censorship uh, uh deal here that here here's the thing i don't think it'd be as bad if they don't also show scenarios where it's like they do a perfect job of explaining how they feel via like some scene uh interesting okay right like like for, for instance with megami's cooking it's all about like being warm and and you know cozy, at home and cozy feet, you field, never see yeah. any like weird erotic shit with hers but you see it with that american chick a lot uh, the meat girl. She's not American. I, mean, I thought she was. I thought she was American. Her last name is Mito, so I'd be surprised if she was American. Well, she doesn't. She always wear that like American. She like, does. I don't know why. And like camo as well. I think at some point. Yeah, meat 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 meat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, right? Is that with her shit? It's always very kind of aggressive and sexual and raw, like raw, right? But uh, to that end, even though it may not be your thing, do you feel as if that visual? That visual aid is communicating to you like, oh, I can kind of see what they're talking about using being naked, being. Well, OK, if there's seven tastings and four of them have naked people in them, it's like, what's the difference between this naked orgasm and this naked orgasm? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I think the scenes that like what's are the difference between this orgasm. And that I mean, orgasm? truly, though, I it's think fine. so. Like. <laughs> The more descriptive scenes to me are the ones where they like create this insane world and like like uh Alice does this a lot, uh Alice Nakiri, because yeah. she does like like she, she's like a science plus gastronomy kind of like a like true, food. Yeah, true gastronomy, gastro microbiology situations. So she'll on. be like she'll make some insane thing and they'll eat it and they'll just be like you know, in space or some shit, and they're like, whoa! Whoa! Fucking in Mars, baby! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, she sorry. made a whole new fucking thing! Yeah, you totally showed me a fucking flavor out of this world, right? girl. God damn. And, like, I don't know, I, I just, I don't see the ne the necessity. Like, I think they got, they're trying to get away with as much as they can, clearly. I mean, every sh every episode is TVMA for nudity. Yes, seriously. It's like, come on. So, okay. To that end, this more than most other shows have actually been a lot of friends, their wives, husbands, SOs, first timers, like the uh, guy at work. I brought this up in like, like literally like dozens of episodes ago, but he shout out to John, my boy, his wife's first anime that she watched and enjoyed was Food Wars. Really? How? 
you look at this and you're like, makes no sense. Would you would you first time wreck this to anybody? No, no, no. Of course you wouldn't. And yet, why does it work? Why does it slap for so many, you know, anime noobs, the weeblets, the 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 new folk? Why why does it work for them? And I I, I think because I, I genuinely think well, I mean it does take shonen tropes and like ratchet them to ten million. Yeah, so it's like, always hype. Like we know everyone that. has an epithet. Hypeness is out of this world. There's the ten. There's you know, all this like externalities going on. But it's so anime, right? It's so in the pocket. It's so like, like, like deep on the spectrum of thing. I would have recommended something like last week's with Violet Evergarden, which was a little bit more uh, benign, clean, something you could watch on HBO Max if it were live action. Totally would have slapped, right? I would have recommended that. Yeah, I mean, so Food Wars is, is like Skinamax. Yes, it's literally, <laughs> literally Food Skinamax, which is, <laughs> you nailed it. Like, so why does that work? I wonder. It shouldn't. It shouldn't, but it does. And we're here with it. Like, I, eh. I, okay. Th- okay. This is an easy 10 out of 10 if they get rid of their garbage, etchy garbage. Interesting. I think it needs to stay. I think in this show it needs to stay. I, I, I don't understand it, why. That doesn't make any sense. Fully, but it, it, it does. And I, I kind of feel a similar way about Dragon Maid. There's something about the Ichi stuff that kind of works with that show, but it's definitely way different than the food the food wars application this is a slice of right life almost romance kind a of slice thing. of rice honestly slice, slice of rice <laughs> baby that's what i would pitch to the judges a slice so nice Here's, you call it rice it's slice so nice you call it rice here it is and try it twice do your thing or thrice or thrice if you're feeling lucky you know why not and it, 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 it why does it work and i i, I think it's because it does visually get to the heart of i think what food is to a lot of people it's primal it's corporeal it's creature comfort it gets to gets to the meat the heart of what it means to be a living breathing organism right it satisfies something that we're born with hunger tastes uh uh kind of creature comfort satisfaction to the corporeal body and i think getting that almost overtly sexual imagery when you are showing a reaction to that along with the visual analogies and the metaphors you're talking about like being on a mountain or being in a warm field it 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 all wraps into almost getting someone visually as close as they can to eating the food the actual food and mentally you're like i can understand what they're tasting both from a uh kind of that human thing but also kind of hits the wrinkles like this is the analogy uh, the visual analogy of what you would be like to have this but also the real like corporeal dirt down and dirty kind of i'm a human being i'm a creature and i i it does both and i think it clashes in the middle and makes something that it, it it's something that you could relate to in a way that you can't really explain with words and it's it, it's hard to do so but hey maybe um, i'm dead inside who knows okay i don't know i'm sorry this happened to you i'm just never like lost my absolute jimmies over food oh I like i've enjoyed food oh i have but i've never been like oh, dude, oh my god dude i get myself a good chicken plum. like literally never for any amount of money that i've paid for food and it's been a lot dude uh, uh, oh i know i know i know uh, yeah. you you pay some money for some food when we we used to do those balling out dinners yeah and you would get like 
the biggest dessert that Longhorns has, I think. And you got, it would like, be silly not to. What is it? Chocolate Munder, like uh, chocolate Thunder Mountain or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> it's like, like chocolate. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> chocolate. Go fuck yourself. It was as much as yeah. your dinner, but you want two of them. Cool. Yeah, awesome. exactly. Yeah. Twin mountains. Twin, twin, twin the, peaks I was of chocolate. Say, doom. I, <laughs> twin peaks of chocolate. Doom. <laughs> yeah. That should be the dessert we make. If we ever open a restaurant, twin peaks of chocolate. Doom. <laughs> Down. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, when I get it, when I get myself a, a nice chicken parm, I, I, I'd be quaking. I'd be quaking a bit. Like, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be moving and shaking. I don't agree. I don't believe that for one second. Oh, dude, me and chicken. If I ever get the chair, my last meal will be chicken parm. Don't even at me with that. You guys can at me. Like, Why that? wouldn't you get Wagyu A5? Because chicken parm is for me. That's <laughs> mine. I'll get the most chicken and the most parm, and then I'll get the shock and die <laughs> but the last thing i have that guy very dark the, the premise already was dark <laughs> yeah. we we're already we were already there <laughs> i guess but you're yeah, right come on into the discord and tell us what your favorite meal is what's that meal that would get you what's quaking? your last meal what's your last meal <laughs> what was the what's the meal that gets you quake and shaking and moving like what's the one that'd be like oh the one that would get you to have your clothes fly off in like a food food wars situation. I, I mean, legitimately, I've eaten a lot of food in my life, and it's just never been a situation where I was like, <laughs> "Throw your clothes away. You're not necessary anymore." <laughs> the only thing I need to stay warm is this meal. I don't give a care about the elements. I don't give a care. I don't even give a care. So yeah, I don't know. Where, where are we at? Where are we at? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah we can do it. Okay, we can do it to him. <laughs> we're like 50 minutes in so I'll, I'll cut out the freezer maybe i, don't, I won't Who i knows? don't know you probably didn't pick that up that's fine it was just a big gap in our speech yeah my fridge just does annoying noises sometimes that's why so, so, if you watch the videos i like stand up and go do something for a bit i'm like trying to like get it yeah. to shut the fuck up but the fridge has something to say yeah. and of all the shows that we have the fridge could probably say Something. Uh, something about food wars except honestly. for what i have in the fridge is only carrots pretty much so what the fuck yeah carrots and bottled water yeah Enjoy all you guys i'm just not uh i'm not all right all chopped right. up for the week it's fair enough but how many carrots out of 100 would you give this shit i, I mean it, as i said this should be an easy 100 just because of the way that i'm kind of glad you think so i mean it is it is refined shonen to a t like, i mean it should yes. be yeah it has everything. The arcs, the enemies, the the epitaphs, like you said, like the ranking systems, the the uh this the power scaling. It's all there. Like the people's um their specialities are all kind of everyone has their own niche in the power system. That is the the, the knowledge of cooking. Um I'll give mine first. I think it's a ninety-three out of hundred carrots. I fucking love this show, Ichi and all. I think it's doing it's doing what we've loved for a very long time, refining the shonen genre against a lens that I think up to that point really wasn't touched by that genre, at least in that way, refined, given a lot of credit. And Food Wars, first four seasons, 93. Fifth plate, seven. <laughs> Absolute trash. Should have ended. The bow was so tight at the end of season four, and then season five happened. You're like, why the fuck am I still here? It should have ended. It should have ended. I think you would like you if you ever get to season four, you watch it. You're like, oh, this is a beautiful ending. And I'm like, no, 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 my friend, you have fucking leftovers. Go eat it. Season. That's five. what they should have named season five. The leftovers. Kind of yeah, yeah. Food wars. The leftovers. Season um, five. I'm gonna give it. 
What you got? If you hadn't said 93, I was going to say an 80. Wow. But now you seem to have pulled up the scores quite a bit. I really pulled your own bootstraps up, haven't I? Um, I mean, to be honest, I'd be fine with anywhere between 80 and 85. Okay. Okay. Remove uh, variability. Now, if you remove etchy shit, like just absolutely unnecessary etchy, maybe like chill out on some of the explanations. Because here's, I think, the problem. Get me. Yep. You get to the end of season one, and I mean, this is spoilers. Yeah, we're already, we're 50 minutes in. There's Sorry. like this big battle yes. between like mo- like 30 people in each group. Yeah. And they like full on explain eight people's full fucking dish. Like everything they do. It takes I'm like four episodes. I'm so here for that. I love that. It was shit. just too much for okay. me. Fair enough. But you know, Saint's going to be bitching at you if you just keep it a range 80 to 85. So you got you to gotta put a number on it. I think 80 to 85 is plenty. You know what I think it is too? Sorry, saying you got to make sure you tip, put it down that way. Yeah, I, I guess uh, t- get good. <laughs> Can't tabulate that shit. But at the end of the day, you're still at its worst between us. You're getting an eight out of ten shonen show. Like genuinely, it's still it's still good. If you can handle the ichi, and if you like hearing that really crunchy culinary talk, this is your show. I mean, this really is a very refined shonen, all things considered. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think this power system is the most complicated by far out of any ever. Yeah. Just because, I mean, like, there's a lot that goes into, like, all these, like, really, uh, I guess, highfalutin dishes. Uh, <laughs> highfalutin, I like I that. think, you know, one of the coolest parts and, and one of the most baffling parts is they pull food from literally all over the globe. It's so cool. And it's like, like the guys who wrote this shit must be just like absolute foodies because like there's just so much in there. They'll be like this, this weird obscure fucking spice from the Singaporean Island of Dongbok fat or whatever. And you're like, what? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of what we talked about. If you go listen to our, uh, does it anime invincible episode where I mentioned the original author of invincible was clearly an Uber fan of the DC universe. Because that's what they're emulating to a T. That was what it's meant to do. This is clearly written by someone who is a true fan of the culinary arts. Like, they actually give a shit about this. To the point where they research, like you said, to a like, strikingly finite degree. Like, a really granular, crunchy breakdown of everything that has to do with cooking. And, uh, and again, not just cooking. Like, the running a restaurant. Running an eatery of any kind. And... Um, you can show suck ships. Yeah, there's there's a lot of love. Who should Soma bang? Uh, honestly, Alice. First season, there's a lot of options. There's a lot of options. I think he should have trashed Ryoka since she lives in in his house. Purple haired girl, definitely, definitely. Because she's just like down and chill. She's really in for it. Megami, super cool. I think she should. They should marry. She's just a nice girl. She's just oh, so she's 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 wife of material. Meet meet. Literally, oh, meet meet. Is drooling for him. Oh, dude, TNT. Just drooling. Thick and tight. That's it right there. Um, Let's see who else. I absolutely dislike his childhood friend. Oh, what's her name? Help me out. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. All right, exactly. Cool. Cool. <laughs> That's the exact point that I'm trying to make. I'm an Alice fan. I like I like a science girl, but also I mean, like, Alice is interesting and for she's, sure. And, and she's she's there to play, which she's like. She's and she also has something weirdly to prove because she's always in Arena's shadow, kind of weirdly, right? Because they're related, right? Like yeah, yeah, they're cousins. cousins. Yeah, so she's 
kind of always in her shadow, but she's like pioneering new food techniques. I mean, at like a real futuristic level, and that's so my bag. So like, I also remember the thing you said earlier in the episode. They're fifteen. They're children. But Soma, Alice, that's the shit for me, right there. <laughs> that's the shit. Uh, I don't know what you meant by what you just said, but we're just gonna move on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, do that. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's tough for me because Erina in in my dub is like kind of annoying as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Her voice is a lot better and stuff. And it's like not even. It's not even because she's like Sundere. She's like honestly a bitch in Sundere. <laughs> like she's not nice to Soma whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah. and then I do like I guess things for the future, like season two, etc. Like what I would be interested in finding out. Yep. Like, I think it'd be cool to see the rest of the 10, because right now I only know who 10, 9, and 7 are. Oh, you get to meet them all. Definitely. Well, of course. Yeah. They're, su- um, they're super dope. Then, one thing that was weird was his dad is in this picture with Erina as a little girl. That oh, she, yeah. she, like, carries around at all times. Who knows what that's about, huh? But, like, I, what I'm worried about is, is are they fucking related? No. Okay. Not related. I'll tell you that. Because that would be really bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. What I think what you have yet to understand is what is his father to this school, really? Oh, like, they said he was like the the rogue at like they literally called him like the Ronin or some shit of, of like Totsky Academy. Yeah, yeah. But what does that mean? There's a lot more meat on those bones, I think, than than you realize in season one. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. His his um involvement at that school goes pretty freaking deep. I'll admit. So yeah, I think that's that's been interesting. I think um, there's this guy like this the nine seat, the money boy. I don't know what the fuck his name was. Oh yeah, I remember him. I, I it's been so long. He, he was that. like you know consulting for Mozilla. Uh, oh yeah, fried chicken, yeah, which yeah, by yeah. the way looked fire. It looked so. good. I would have been down to eat that and what whatever Soma came up with. Was that the omelet one where he cut it? Was that one of the? It's one of his most famous dishes. Is the omelet one? I don't know if this was that. Dish, no, but. I was talking about the thing where he goes back for summer break to his little town and he makes the fried chicken dish. Yeah, the, like it's like a, it's almost like a crepe with like lettuce. That's, that's right. Oh, the the wrap looking. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That thing is rad. There's YouTube videos of people making that that look so good. It does look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I see. I got. You. Um, I do find it interesting, and I know that this does get changed, but there's been no desserts so far made. Mm. I know that it changes, yeah. obviously. Yeah, it does change. Shout out to Chef PK on YouTube. Chef PK. I, I definitely watched a couple yeah, of them, Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. Like, I, I don't think it's like a show I'm going to stop, but I do think that the, you know, of course, like I, if they had chilled on Echi, like maybe even like left it as like a vestige of the early kind of episodes, yeah. I probably wouldn't okay with it. But, like, right now, as it sits, this girl, I can't remember her name, but she's just, like, absolutely losing it after every dish. And it's just, like, you know, well, it almost feels like they're just so eager to get all of these, like, girls that they made, like, you know, Aphrodite body types naked as as much as they possibly can. And, like, I, I mean, to be honest, if, like, you're a horny little... Animator, like go for it, you know. Like, clearly, they're but it's almost fuck, like right? it just doesn't feel like the right show for it for me. Fair enough, and and I think the again, that's the, I think that's the paradox of this show, right? It that 
is like it almost makes more sense in Gleipnir because she's literally getting in like a sticky, disgusting thing. Yeah. yeah. No, no. There's a plenty of other shows where this is this makes more sense. Yeah. But that's the paradox, right? And where it should not work. I have done the logic mentally to accept that and why I think for me it's okay. And a lot of other people, I think probably subconsciously, maybe without the words to it, also consider it that way because this is a lot of people's first animes or one of their firsts and they I love it. I do not get how people the, are right. just like in, like down like, or in Dude, like Flynn I've talked for this to John, shit. Like, why, does, why does she like it so much? He's like, I don't know. It's It's like what we've come up with is that maybe just the eccentricity of it all just happens to be alluring like frankly baffling frankly baffling but i mean you know what all that being said still a fantastic fucking show you should watch it if you haven't watched food wars yet absolutely do so even if you are shown in trash brain like us you like yourself some food or hey maybe you like that you maybe like this big anime booba like go get they're go there get, go get they're there they're there in tropes but they're 15 year old so get your get your shit out of the gutter boss. get your shit out of the gutter and thank you for coming up motherfucking class guys. how'd you like the surprise episode that was the surprise episode i needed i was yeah. a tired boy at the beginning i hyped up the second you said that and we powered through Thank you. Because I was thinking, like, I, like actually, this is just going to plan on the podcast quickly. Shout out to Anime Summit. Yeah, get it. I was thinking, okay, wh- what would be an interesting episode at some point? It's like, I was thinking, okay, what what shows am I most disappointed that you either didn't like or haven't watched okay. that we've talked about in the past? Sure. And I was like, I know one for you would have been that I haven't watched Food Warders yet. That, that would have been mine. So yeah, I did yeah. think like, okay, why don't I just quickly subvert that and make like a little splash on some episode? Where I just like randomly swing left, left hard, Woo, and you just yeah. go like down the food wars wagon. You'll have to tell me one that you think for me that you're disappointed I haven't watched yet. Maybe one ounce is is on that list. I think. Well, I think we should just do like a full episode of like shows that I like. Basically, instead of a pitch or ditch, just like a list of pitches where I'm just like dog rapid fire or pitches. like like yeah. for you, it could be you could be. I guess is a pointed that I didn't like Mashoko Tensei as much, right? Fair. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, and kind of take a revisit or something like that. It well, was just like not not like a whole episode, but just like you know a segment where we hit a couple of shows, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. revisit maybe like that concept, right? Because so, season two of Mashoko Tensei is coming out soon. You're gonna have right. to watch. Anyway. I gotta say, uh, the realist, how I rebuilt the game oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely loving that show. Okay. Also, while Pergus just just started yes, it motherfucking did. last tuesday that is so hypey and i am losing my shit every tuesday like i i don't know who needs to hear this i think pat bot needs to watch slime yeah i don't think he has yet oh he should any of you that have not watched uh the time i got reincarnated as a slime it is isekai refined. i don't know why it's so good it's just so but it's good. like I think for me, a 10. Like, it's wholesome. Easy. It's wholesome mixed with slapping like action. everything like, about it is dope. Have you watched the uh, Edie and Deities No Only No Peace yet? What the hell did you just say? Edie Tin, Edie Tin Deities Only No Peace. It's the show I recommended. Yeah, uh, like seven episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did eh. you watch it yet? It's eh. Oh, well, guess we'll talk about that one soon. Yeah. Because I think it's a super slapper. But really? Literally shown in trash brain shit, though. Like, there's not, no other substance to it. But, yeah. But yeah. Well, you know what? We'll get to it. You know, got to come back to class to figure it out. Of course. Yeah. Uh, 
Thank you for coming to class, obviously. Hello, YouTube gang. I did render all the videos today. I have thumbnails to make. I'm going to start absolutely blasting them out. I know I said that for like the last like four weeks, but I someone gave Ethan some razzing shit over the gaming streams, which you should go check him out because he's playing the forest right now, which is super fun. And he's like, yo, someone of the fans said like, they're upset that we haven't been posting videos or anything. I'm like, oh, you fucking didn't. And I got really upset and started rendering all this that's shit. That's literally not how that went down at all. Well, that's how I took it. And that's how I did <laughs> I it. I know. So, that's why I was like, it's not that, it's big, that big of a deal. deal. I'm like, oh, no, it's a really big deal. Just give me the files so I can upload them. No really fucking big deal now. So, I have the comp to do it. You do have the comp, but it's already rendered. So we're all good. So if you want to check us out on YouTube, obviously, like, comment, subscribe, all our links and, and everywhere you get your podcast fixed. <laughs> Come over to the patreon.com slash ubology one dollar and up get you into our discord with all of the lovely teaching assistants and the old guests and everyone that we've ever come in contact with essentially doing this podcast and three dollars and up get you the syllabus sidebar our lo-fi high vibe sometimes anime sometimes not sometimes visual sometimes on hiatus <laughs> show where we riff about life or shit or experiment with new videos we want to try um but also there's probably like 30 episodes i'd say oh no do you no you have a backlog yeah you, have, yeah. you got a meaty backlog there's about content. 30 episodes of the sidebar up there now yes and obviously we'll make more we'll, we'll get back in the groove it's just been a really hectic life time lately i don't know if that makes any sense at all but i'm sure you all can uh, you know yeah i'm just i'm running out of steam yeah i'm officially my words are not coming to me no they're it not is 9 30 p.m yep <laughs> and until i finally recharge these old batteries i'm ricky and i'm half marathon man ethan and this has been webology uh, deuces. deuces and power down <laughs> oh i've given everything i have to get today